0: In the endless reaches of the universe, there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of Doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction. But what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Vicky! Welcome, everybody. You're listening to the Prop or I'm your host, Ben,
1: and this is Vicky.
0: And we've got many a proposal for you today. First off the rank, what is the Prop All? Maybe some people would say that is what German people say after they sneeze.
1: <laughs> I just got that. <laughs>
0: okay. No, I let it linger for a little bit. Um, no, we've uh, me and Vicky are going to propose ideas. Maybe. I know how to save children from burning orphanages. That's a good proposal. See, uh, let
1: it linger for a little bit is what I say after I sneeze. Come oh. you guys, just let it linger for a little bit. Yeah, no, <laughs> let's all bask in its glory. It Tomorrow we'll all have the same cold, and that's the biggest bonding experience a girl can ask for.
0: Do your sneezes come out in like the shape of uh, our Lord and Savior or something like <laughs> oh, that? My like, wow, this is amazing. let it linger.
1: That was very <laughs> offensive.
0: <laughs> Thank you for starting off my Saturday morning with that. Wow. <laughs> well, if that actually did happen, you wouldn't say that would have f- as offensive. You would be amazed.
1: Speaking that. of that, um, I went out clubbing last night and I wasn't wearing glasses and I can't see that well in the dark compared to the light. And um, I'm not sure if it was like my guilty conscience or something, but by about halfway into the night, all of the guys started to look like the pastor at my church.
0: All of them? All of them. You, it sounds like you're uh, feeling guilty about something.
1: No, but he's got a bad case of every man face in my defense. Bad I, I case of every man face. He looks a lot like everyone.
0: It's like being John Malkovich. Is this going to end up with you walking through weird elevated middle floors to uh, some kind of world where everyone is your pastor? <laughs> Let's watch your and find out.
1: <laughs> There's only one option and that is it. <laughs> but yes, let it linger, guys. Let it linger. <laughs>
0: cool. did, uh, did you get any feedback on last week's episode?
1: Uh, no, did you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Like a... Uh, I thought that people would be kind of surprised that we didn't play any music.
1: Yeah, I thought that people would sort of have some sort of feedback, like, oh, yeah, good joke there with the sound effects. And I wasn't expecting the next coming for comedy on radio or something, but I was expecting, like, oh, yeah, I see
0: what you did there. I wasn't even expecting that. I was expecting oh hey why didn't you play any songs yeah yeah, you guys are idiots or something but it was
1: like I did expect insults I didn't want to start off insulting ourselves but yeah I didn't want to give people too much what's the word ammunition but
0: (laughs) I expected insults no I just thought maybe a acknowledgement of some kind whether it was good or bad would probably be expected yeah considering it was weird (laughs) (laughs) but uh from everyone that talked about it, it was like oh yeah that's Good show yesterday. That sounded pretty normal. Like, like, like—is everyone else doing this, and we're not aware of it, or something? I know.
1: Are we well behind the trend? They're like, oh, they're jumping on that sound effects bandwagon. Yeah, I know.
0: But uh, no, I did, I did get a bit of uh, feedback that. <laughs> One of the first things that people said to me after the show was, why is Ben wearing a leather jacket?
1: Was that really it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Your feedback
1: is, why is Ben wearing a leather jacket? Yeah,
0: obviously the leather jacket. So what's jacket. behind
1: the leather jacket thing, Ben? <laughs> oh,
0: that's all a mystery. I don't want to give away too much too early. That
1: is surprising feedback for a radio show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's how, uh, how transcendent our dream world that we create every week is. Yeah,
1: seriously. It's all about the imagery, obviously. Maybe the sound effects just added to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe the creaking of the leather was the biggest sound effect on our show that we didn't even intend (laughs) we shouldn't have played that bit of creaking new leather jacket underneath the entire show
0: (laughs) well look you got to save some for the uh, season finale you know
1: (laughs) so what was your feedback that you got it was seriously why is ben wearing a leather jacket
0: Yeah, uh, the one person that did comment on the songs, or the lack of song selection was my uh, grandpa. Oh, yeah? uh, His comment was basically, you should play some songs sometime. (laughs) I think that might have been the first episode that he'd heard and he didn't realise that that we normally do play music. Oh, okay. And so he might be happy this week if uh, he was listening and he's like, hey, they took our feedback into account. (laughs) They actually played some songs. Wow.
1: I love that your grandpa is the most familiar with radio format.
0: (laughs) No, he probably thought that he invented that. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's been around since the beginning of radio. Is like, Well, back in my day, they played music on the radio. You guys should try that.
1: No, I was thinking, like, they didn't in his day. It was all like radio plays and news and stuff. So he's like, I've had this great new idea. Yeah, he was the first <laughs> Commercial one. Commercial music radio. Yeah,
0: I think it could take <laughs> off.
1: Like, my dad and Matt Corby's song.
0: Did I talk about this already? It sounds familiar. You uh-huh. might have talked about it on the. Uh- Insane Ramblings podcast.
1: I'm not sure. If I've talked about this already, sorry, but my dad was listening to Matt Corby's Brother, which is like a third on the charts or third on the Triple J chart.
0: At the time, I guess.
1: Yeah, at the time. And um, it came on the radio and it was relatively popular. Like most people knew it. And he goes, I go, oh, I really like this song. So I turn it up and he's driving and the song comes to an end and I turn it back down because it was, you know, Whipper and... Snake Hose, or whatever
0: they are. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Love that song. <laughs> cutlery Holder and. What are you talking about? Snake Hose?
1: <laughs> I don't know. This is just what radio, other radio hosts' names are. Uh, it's okay. Like, it's I Cutlery thought... Holder and T uh, Tail Draw
0: on Cine I thought, CIN FM. I I thought don't know. that was going to be like the next song or something. Yeah. You know that popular song, Whiffer and Snake Hose? <laughs>
1: yeah. I love those guys. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. It's always like, and now your host's Greyhound Racing Bob and. Uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Is it too late to change my DJ name?
1: <laughs> and um, washing up liquid Jason. <laughs> I don't know. They always I, have I names like that. I can't
0: believe none of these names are already taken, Vicky.
1: <laughs> no, they are. That's them. That oh, was the okay, next show. Sure. So my dad. Anyway, so we turn it back down and Dad goes, Vicky, I think that song's going to take off
0: yeah like to number one after yeah. it's already been number three right. like it's got a long way to go I didn't have
1: it. the heart to say anything this but is he's a like slow burn. that's a good song I think people are going to really like that one <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dad. thanks Molly Meldrum <laughs> yeah you should
0: uh, call up the radio station put it into higher rotation if you <laughs> yeah. want to hear Vicky tell that so- story slightly differently yeah. <laughs> <laughs> check out prop dot com <laughs>
1: um so what is the prop Ben
0: Thank you, uh, upward inflection voice. <laughs> uh, basically, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we propose things. One of the uh, things I would like to propose, first of all, is I mentioned last week, we, uh, I was on the train and there was like a loud ticking sound. Yes. And it kind of sounded like a bomb or something, but no one really cared. And they're like, eh, we've got to get to work somehow.
1: I love that you're um, having to explain to people what a loud ticking sound might mean.
0: Well, that's a one possibility. We've all
1: seen MacGyver. If anything, I'm assuming there's a thousand MacGyvers out there listening to this show when I when I uh, log on.
0: <laughs> well, I think a, a, a bomb has now... My next best suggestion was maybe I've got some telltale heart kind of thing going on <laughs> because I keep hearing, like, this ticking sound. Oh, seriously? Yeah, it, like, after... Last week's show that Saturday night I went to bed and there was like this loud in my head At, like 2 a.m. woke me up. Like,
1: what? <laughs> the Is- telltale heart of that cow that you murdered. Probably that jacket.
0: Shh, I told you not to talk about that. <laughs> to not talk about how leather comes from cows. <laughs> you know what? Like I did see tangent time during the week watching a. Tt. Yeah, the new <laughs> segment. Tt. Uh, Bear grills. <laughs> that will
1: be our only segment.
0: <laughs> Bear grills skinned a seal. And wore its blubber as a wetsuit. Wow! It was like the most amazing thing. Like every time you watch that show, you're like, "Oh, where's he gone now?" Like sometimes he'll go to the Himalayas or the uh, you know Grand Canyon or something. Where's
1: Bear Grylls going this week? Inside a seal.
0: It was. (laughs) See
1: if he can survive
0: inside a seal. Well, he just went to Ireland. Yeah, I know, I saw
1: that, like, "Mm, people live
0: there. Yeah, you could probably just flag down a guy to help you out or something (laughs) by the side of the road. I'm like, this is going to be a boring episode. And he's like, oh, found a dead seal, let's skin it and wear its skin. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) this is amazing.
1: Well played, Bear (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, Bear. I, uh, Obviously, the
1: king of tangent time.
0: <laughs> I, I put my uh, my leather to good use. Is what I'm saying.
1: Okay, but, and uh, someone's texted in and saying, "Tuned in late. Do we know today's theme? Well, we do, but you don't.
0: Oh, it's it's coming up. Stay stay with us. <laughs> so uh, I I'm hearing this ticking, and I realized that. It's this new clock that I've bought. It's not just... It's a digital clock, though. So it's not supposed to... That's so weird. Why is it ticking? I think what it is, is it's just low on batteries.
1: Oh, I thought it was just like a digital clock trying to recreate the
0: experience. It it, it kind of seems like that, but I'm like, you're not doing a good job. that's an annoying
1: experience. No one likes that experience.
0: That's why we went digital. And it was ticking. Is it also difficult to read when you're below five? Well, the digital display had turned off. So it was like... There's no time on it. There's just a loud ticking annoyingly at like 2am. <laughs> I think what they're kind of going for is the smoke detector kind of thing where, you know, every so often if your smoke detector's low on battery, it'll just start beeping loudly.
1: Yeah. Does it? I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Your
0: smoke detector might need a new battery. I'm not even sure how's this plugged in. Good job. <laughs> um, well, like the smoke detector thing, every hour or so it might just beep once so it gives you an idea that you've got to replace the battery otherwise. Like, because when a smoke detector's working it should be silent is the uh, general thing but when unless there's a fire assumedly yeah exactly <laughs> but uh like presuming presuming there's not a fire so it's, smoke it's detector be silent.
1: goes like most of us if it's working it's probably quiet
0: well, unlike you, but like a lot of us. <laughs> I
1: can't work unless there's a loud environment. I need distractions or I, I can't concentrate. Honestly. What? Yeah, seriously. I need to. If there's no one at home making noises or trying to talk to me, I have to turn on the TV or the radio, possibly both.
0: You should uh, just record some of the uh, sound effects from last week's episode and just play them in the back.
1: <laughs> I need something to tune out in order to tune in.
0: Interesting. Like, what?
1: You can't tune out silence. It's very distracting.
0: I had. Um, I remember we, it's like one of our early podcasts, I asked a friend what she thought of it, and uh, she gave me the feedback that it's really good to listen to late at night and to go to sleep to. <laughs> I'm like, well, as long as we're doing some uh, accomplishments here. Well, that's
1: adding to the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But, Many
1: men have tried to cure insomnia, Ben.
0: <laughs> I'm glad someone's succeeding. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, theoretically, if you've got a digital clock, if it's not working, it's kind of obvious because it's just not telling you the time. The worst that can happen, if a smoke detector's not working, you're going to die in a fire. <laughs> yeah, the if, worst
1: is you're going to wake up and not know the time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I can probably live with that and realize that it's not working when I don't see any time. I don't need this massive tick, tick, tick warning 2 a.m. in the morning to, uh, like, quick, you don't know what time it is. <laughs> That's so Change true. Change the battery, man. Change
1: the battery. <laughs> That's so true. So <laughs> There's no time on the front. Is this how it works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it a sundial?
0: <laughs> My proposal is don't make your clocks do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's no need to alert me to the fact that I may not know the time when I look at this clock. I will work that out. Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, well, today's theme for songs is auto-tune. Yeah. So we're going to get to our first song, the uh, Double Rainbow song by the Gregory Brothers.
0: All the way.
2: Double rainbow all the way sky. <laughs> Double rainbow all the way across the skies.
0: Double, sky. double, double rainbow, rainbow all the way across
1: the sky. the sky. So intense. Oh, oh, oh my god. Oh my god.
0: Starting to look like a triple rainbow. <laughs>
1: You're listening to the double rainbow song by the Gregory brothers on today's theme prop show,
0: Auto Tune Songs. Featuring some guy probably high on mushrooms at home. <laughs> that continues our trend of starting off the show with ridiculous YouTube music songs. That's right, music songs. The best kind of songs.
1: <laughs> I prefer Morse code songs. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, my favorite. It's hard to uh, do a theme of those. There's just not too, enough of them to uh, fill an entire show, is all. You don't obviously get into The worlds that I get into. Well, feel free to send in your uh, Morse code anthems and we'll uh, play them next week.
1: Oh my gosh, next week's theme Morse code
0: anthems. Yeah, good luck you're putting together that playlist.
1: (laughs) Ben, you're looking snazzy. Thank
0: you, as always, I assume.
1: It's not just the leather jacket, something else is different.
0: Is it my head uh,
1: transplant?
0: how did you know? <laughs> I was wondering, why is no one commenting on my head transplant? <laughs> I'm like, the it two the- things. <laughs> After last week's show, no one was mentioning the music, so I had to go even more drastic. <laughs> got a head transplant and still nothing, Vicky, still nothing.
1: <laughs> I can't even see the
0: stitches. It's amazing. <laughs> oh no, it's uh, below the collar line. So you were, uh, it's a very well done So it's one.
1: actually a collarbone transplant as well. Well, head and
0: neck, I guess, if you want I've
1: got it. a collarbone thing.
0: Oh, go on. It's <laughs> not
1: actually, it didn't start off as my thing because I didn't, so you well, don't
0: have a collarbone thing? Well, I do, I do now. You've adopted it.
1: I have adopted a collarbone thing. I, <laughs> I tend not even to notice that men have bodies generally.
0: They're just all floating heads to me. So you're, you're a Futurama-style scenario where everyone's just heads in jars. Fine. I wouldn't even notice. You'd be like, no, no normal, normal day. Yeah. yeah sure.
1: <laughs> um, I might notice the jar.
0: Oh, okay. Like, why do you uh, encapsulate your head in the liquid of uh, your choosing?
1: But when you point something out to me, I then notice it. So my friend's like, hey, collarbones are pretty hot. And now I'm like, hey, they are. Uh,
0: what, what's sexy about a collarbone? I don't
1: know. It's just well defined. I don't know. It looks good.
0: Can you get a bad collarbone, or is like collarbones in general all exciting?
1: No, I, I don't think you can have a bad collarbone. Like, don't, I don't want to start a new industry or something of, like, collarbone hollowing creams or something.
0: Yeah, because it seems like as soon as, you know, something like that catches on, people are trying to go all out. Like, I don't know, I don't want to have to start bedazzling my collarbone <laughs> or something just to keep up with the new trends.
1: You can't have a bad one, but you can have a good
0: one. You can have an exceptionally good collarbone. Yeah, that's right. How Wait, would you rate my collarbone out of I that? I can't
1: see it. No, don't show me the stitches. I'll keep give you, like, a away. little sneak
0: peek of my collarbone. Uh, average oh well shut down again <laughs> another head transplant on its way
1: <laughs> anyway so apparently something's different about your above shoulder area
0: sure what what in particular are we referring to I don't know you tell me what's different I got a haircut if that's what you're talking about <laughs> that is what I'm talking about Oh.
1: I would like to propose that it's weird <laughs> that Ben goes to the same hairdresser every
0: time I don't think that's weird at all. I think people have quite a, a tight relationship with their hairdressers. And I think a lot that's
1: of, weird. You know, I don't go to the same hairdresser every time.
0: But that's because you run away from Australia on a regular basis. <laughs> so you don't have the opportunity to do so. Like You don't build up these relationships like, oh, I'm going to Japan now. I'm going to have to find a new hairdresser. But you've
1: gone out of your way to see the same hairdresser on like the same day. And like you race out there after the show to get there because
0: that's the only appointment they have. And Well, like the only hairdresser near work... It's called Male Assassin. <laughs> and that seems a bit, like, too intense for me. You don't want a Male Assassin haircut. No, I, f- I feel like if I go there, it'll be Edward Scissorhands or something. Oh, Male about-
1: Assassin yeah. is the name.
0: And I think it's, like, they want to be trendy, but I, I don't know. That's that. just As- terrifying. Yeah, I feel like if I disagree with uh, their suggestions... That's like a
1: clothing store that's like, we'll kill you yeah. if you don't wear this. Like,
0: they're going to shave all my head except for, like, a dirty word <laughs> across my forehead or something like that. And they'll be like... Too scared to disagree with them because they're freaking <laughs> they're male ninjas. Assassins. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, is it um, is it
1: next to like female pirate or something?
0: Well, the other thing is they do uh, spray tans there as well. And so I feel like it's a weird mixture of industries. Is it
1: camo spray tan? Like to blend in with your uh, environment?
0: That would be awesome. So it's like, I was thinking maybe they're the assassins. Like the people doing your haircuts are the assassins. Oh, I but was maybe, thinking it makes you into Yeah, the maybe assassins. it's like some so kind of. So they give of, you
1: some sort of nondescript haircut and give you camouflage spray tan. Yeah,
0: it's like some Jason Bourne style training program. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That go in regular mild mannered Benoit, come out Benoit superhero <laughs> with some kind of punk haircut and camouflage spray pe- pattern. <laughs> Maybe I should do this.
1: Well, anyway, I'd like to propose that unless conversation is invited,
0: yeah, I'm not that interested in talking to my hairdresser. Well, that's one of the advantages of building up a relationship with a hairdresser.
1: I see. They know that you're you're a quiet man, yeah, man of
0: few haircut words. Yeah. If I if they come to me and say, "Oh yeah, how's your day? Where are you working?" for like you know the 50th time, like after I've been there for several years and they still like you're still working at that same place, like yep. yep. And then they kind of. No, all right, he's uh, not interested in making small talk during this.
1: See, the worst one, actually, even worse in hairdressers, masseuses.
0: Uh, I don't get enough massages to experience
1: this. Oh, I've only had a few because I've got this crazy limp now. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's really frustrating when you're trying to relax and you have to also make impressive small talk.
0: Oh, uh, really? You
1: know what I mean? Like, you, I'm trying to relax here, buddy. Like, small talk is with a stranger is one of the most stressful situations in life. Like, one, of,
0: one of the uh, few times that I had a massage, was I was at this weird European spa. In Europe, it wasn't just like, you know, yeah. But
1: <laughs> Next to male assassin. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. I had a male masseuse and he was so rough. Oh. And, like, he would be doing my legs and just pulling every single hair on my leg. <laughs> and it was supposed to be relaxing, I assume. But I was in so much pain. <laughs> Maybe that, afterwards like, is more relaxing. That's why they do it. No way would I be like yeah, let's do this again or let's like try and make small talk m- mid-massage, you know?
1: Because i will do strained pain voicing or no. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Anyway, it, it kept trying to uh, go lower and lower down, <laughs> like trying to like massage my butt, I guess. But like I was wearing my uh, board shorts at the time. And so the second time, because like it was this weird holiday thing where we got all these vouchers to massages. This is sounding weirder it, and weirder. Was, what was, is this? It was like a package deal thing. So you go to the hotel and they've got like a day spa thing at the hotel. So it's like you get, I got two massages massages and two like aqua therapy sessions <laughs> the aqua therapy was like the worst thing ever because it's like it's essentially a bath and uh, <laughs> so it's like you go in there and the first time they'd already filled the bath so by the time i got there it was just lukewarm water and i guess it's like well this is fun i'm just sitting in a bath of kind of progressively colder water
1: see what happened to me in my overseas massage is just before the massage um one of my friends <laughs> <laughs> accidentally saw me naked what do you mean your so- friends like I was there with, like, it was when I went to China, when I went with, like, a whole group of our school friends. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, for some reason, managed no, to, No, like...
0: I was just amazed that you had friends. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what do you mean, friends? Yeah, I'm still I'm working not familiar on familiar with this concept.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, mean that uh, mutual rivals, right?
1: Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's the people who hate the same people I hate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I accidentally flashed one of my friends just
0: before. How did you do that Accidentally.
1: Um, I was meaning to flash someone behind him. Ah, he just was a
0: casualty of war. (laughs) That's right. So this is a a male that you're flashing.
1: Yeah, no, I can't remember how it happened. I think I was just like, I didn't think anyone was going to be around. And then he just appeared from nowhere or something. (laughs) Like I was fixing like the bathrobe on the way and he was like right in front of me. So I spent the whole... Um, massage like Thinking feeling embarrassed and like the massage was like it was like a Chinese massage and I was like being punched so I'm like this is actual torture I'm laying here <laughs> feeling so embarrassed that my friend just saw me naked and now someone's literally beating me up
0: and so did you feel <laughs> you still felt the need to make small talk yep
1: <laughs> it's like that's some good punching, but where, where did you learn that
0: but that's a that's an optimum in for a conversation starter have you ever accidentally flashed a friend and then you know got beaten up afterwards
1: <laughs> and they still didn't see the connection yeah but I say misuses and hairdressers unless there's an open invitation to talk unless I'm talking to you. Fluently, Yeah. Don't bother. I've got nothing to say. Yeah,
0: I agree. I want to enjoy this. I think, like, also the worst possible scenario, which I've had girls tell me, is when they're getting, like, a Brazilian wax or something, and they want to make small talk. Yeah, that's weird. I'm like, just shut up.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm like... <laughs> and they're always asking me stuff like, do you have a boyfriend and stuff like that? I'm like, I don't really want to talk about the men that I know at this point like this yeah, is not yeah, yeah. a comfortable moment to be, <laughs> be like well there's this one guy but we're kind of just dating and
0: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: <laughs> I have no pants on
0: <laughs> just to finish off my story about the uh, the massage guy yeah. so like the second because we got like two vouchers the second one I uh, made sure to do up my boxer shorts like suit on my you know my uh, body is super tight so, so it, that's not comfortable. Like, but you could like feel him trying to like move them down a little bit. I'm like, sucker, not gonna happen. I didn't Why didn't wanna... you
1: just say no? Because
0: he's like digging into me. He's like basically beating the <laughs> shit out of me. And I'm not gonna argue with this guy. He's a male assassin, Vicky. <laughs> is what I'm getting at. So uh, I don't know. There's only so much massages I could take. Yeah, seriously, and
1: that's how I feel as well. There's only yeah. so much massaging every, I can take. Everyone. Is that the concept of massages, that the rest of your life is more comfortable without them?
0: Everyone's like, oh, yeah, massages massage is so relaxing, you just want to go to sleep afterwards. But my professional massage experience has been so opposite far, of that. So far, me too. Yeah. I
1: agree. I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Maybe it's like a grateful thing. Like, well, that doesn't happen every day. Life's not <laughs> too
0: bad. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so if you build up a relationship with your hairdresser, then that doesn't he'll, he'll know that you just want to sit in st- silence and then maybe you can overhear the conversations of the uh, people trying to awkwardly talk to their hairdressers next to you and <laughs> just uh, chuckle that you don't have to observe that. But I did I did have one issue with my hairdressing this time. Mm. It was because I was like, just zoned out. I wasn't really paying attention because I just let him do his thing.
1: Oh, awesome. That never happens to me. I'm concentrating the whole time. See, that, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Talk.
0: That's what I'm saying. And so... Uh, Then he's like, oh, yeah, is that good? And so I just assumed that, yeah, it's awesome, whatever. So I'm like, yep, yep, yep. And then I look in the mirror. I'm like, whoa, what happened?
1: It looks exactly the same. I couldn't even tell you'd had a haircut. It was like
0: pre-gel and stuff. So it seemed all right once. Had he fashioned
1: it into some sort of small mammal on your head? Exactly.
0: (laughs) It was like those uh, lizard paw prints all over my head.
1: (laughs) He'd made it into a paper crane.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would be impressive. But yeah, I agreed too soon that it was uh, was all good.
1: And I'd really just like to... Go back on, I'm still angry about what we were talking about before in last talk break. I know you need to let it go, but massages, be more relaxing. (laughs) (laughs) That is your main function and you're failing at that.
0: Would you like me to uh, give you a relaxing massage for the rest of the show? Yes. Well, it's too bad. You're so far away over the desk. That
1: wasn't even planned, that last thing about massages. So I'm actually becoming a bit riled up that I've never had a relaxing massage. I think
0: the audience is all in shock after (laughs) that. Like, that that amazingness. (laughs) That's the
1: screech of cars outside. Yeah, I can't
0: wait to see what they sound like when they do plan something.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Well, you're about to find out. Ben, I'd like to propose.
0: Oh, go on.
1: Believe it or not, a batale, as they would say in France.
0: I don't know that they do say that
1: battle. A uh, battle.
0: Mm, mm.
1: A battle between me and massages. firstly. A one-woman crusade to get the relaxation I've been robbed
0: of. Well, massages don't seem like they'd have a lot of defence, to be honest.
1: Are you kidding? They've beat the shit out of me
0: several times. Okay, well, massages won. You zero. <laughs>
1: exactly. But in this case, it's a battle between me and you. Go on. Actually, I'd like to start a battle between <laughs> me and Michael, who's just taken it in, saying, would you guys shut up and play some Julian Casablanca's?
0: Oh, well... Uh... It's coming right up, right after this segment, I assume.
1: You can assume
0: away. Yeah, 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 sure. It, it may be like uh, several other segments after that, but...
1: You like movies? I like movies.
0: They're okay, if you like that kind of thing.
1: I like brevity? You like brevity. Yeah. I want to see who can review a movie better in the briefest manner.
0: This is the two-minute movie review segment.
1: Yes, two-minute movie review battle, or Batale, for our French listeners, sure. as we always like to... to uh, tend to them
0: i heard that one of the promos for another sin show has the segment 30 second movie reviews
1: well ours is four times better
0: well that's what i was gonna ask is it four times better or is it four times worse because it's it's four times as long
1: Ooh, we're about to find out i
0: guess all right
1: well we'll pit ourselves against each other and i'm gonna do mine in two weeks time because next weekend i've blocked out to go and talk to
0: masseuses You've already got I've
1: bought a whiteboard, Ben A
0: whiteboard Well, that's the first step To talking to masseuses, I assume (laughs) I can't help but feel
1: You can't have a crusade Without a whiteboard The crusades were very difficult Given they were happening In the 1500s
0: Maybe they used a chalkboard
1: It's not the same I can't help It's not as easy to dry erase
0: That's true I can't help but feel That you've proposed a segment Which involves me Doing a lot of work And then you Bunking off for like two weeks yep okay just i'm just i'm trying
1: it. to i'm just in a worldwide crusade to get the relaxation i would have gotten by massage by making you do extra work and not having to do it myself
0: i think this uh, the element of brevity of this segment is <laughs> slowly deteriorating slipping away yeah.
1: let's get it started how well can you do a movie review in two minutes and i'm going to time you are you ready
0: yeah, I do not know that this is two minutes, but we'll try know No, you, ha- you
1: get cut off in two minutes, that's it.
0: You well, go to- we go to a song. I've got a lot to say. <laughs> well, that's Sad for you, isn't it? My movie review is about The Dark Knight Rises. If you haven't seen the movie yet and don't want it spoiled, then maybe tune out for the next two minutes.
1: So we now are reviewing The Dark Knight Rises, just to make it clear. I feel like we should have a siren. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Turn your radio down for the next literally two minutes if you don't want to hear this. Ready? Yep.
0: Yeah. And I do like this movie a lot, despite what maybe happened in the next two minutes go. Batman's newest arch enemy is Bane, whose first order of business upon arrival in Gotham City is to steal all of Bruce Wayne's money from the stock exchange. Apparently, if a crazy supervillain shoots up Wall Street and takes you billions of dollars' worth of stock, there's nothing anyone can do to get it back. I mean, the giant evil bald guy with a machine gun made a transaction. What do you want me to do? Do you know how much paperwork is involved in something like that? And now you're saying you well, want it all reversed? John Blake is the one smart cop in the city, and he reveals he knew Bruce Wayne as Batman because he's an orphan. Apparently, by this logic, all anyone had to do to uncover Batman's true identity was to ask Oliver Twist or Little Orphan Annie. It's quite obvious that Catwoman has never been abandoned by her parents, because for a Master Thief, Selena Kyle's pretty slow on the uptake when it comes to discovering Bruce's true identity. She kisses both Batman and Bruce Wayne, which back in the Batman Forever days was enough for Nicole Kidman's character to realize they were one and the same. <laughs> but yet she still doesn't put two and two together. Maybe the Dark Knight changes his kissing technique the same way he changes his voice. <laughs> I'm not gonna let my secret identity get out as easy as Val Kilmer's Batman did. I know, Brucey uses more tongue. <laughs> And Commissioner Gordon, why has it taken him so long to put the pieces together, too? Let me think. Batman disappeared for eight years. Bruce Wayne has been a recluse for eight years. And now they've both decided to reemerge at the same time. God damn it! I can't crack this case. Somebody get me an orphan. Then, when they finally do find out who Batman is, why does he still insist on using that gruff voice when he's talking to them? Does he have to keep up appearances that badly? He even does it when he's talking to himself and there's no one around. Why? <laughs> has the Bats been taken method acting classes during his time off or something? So Bane's big plan is to turn this fusion energy project into a bomb and blow up Gotham. It sure is nice of the scientists working on it to install an LED countdown timer onto the device that ticks down until until doomsday. Because what other uses could that timer have? Hey uh, guys, you know that, uh, that could be a nice idea? Let's add a countdown timer to this thing. Why? What's it counting down to? I don't know yet. Maybe it could count down to freedom. I mean, it's a nice idea and all, but it kind of sounds like one of those timers you'd put on a time bomb. Oh no, nothing like that. What's oh, Get the idea. It's a freedom timer, not a bomb timer. Uh, I mean, it still seems like there's always supervillains running around the city. I don't want to give anyone any ideas. You know, you never listen to any of my suggestions. Fine, put your freedom timer on the thing. Now, Bruce has been hobbling around for the last eight years with a bad leg. Luckily, he's finally able to recover from his injury using some of Lucius Fox's high-tech gadgets. So when Bane breaks the man's back, you might think that he'd take a bit of a time out or at least use some of that same technology to give his recovery a boost. Nope. Turns out that the cure to having your back broken is to getting stuck to the bottom of a pit for a few months and occasionally dangling yourself from the roof with a bit of string. While all this is going on, Bane conveniently tricks 90% of Gotham's police force to head down to the city, apparently colossal sewer system where they got stuck for the next several months. Presumably they've stored enough rations for a thousand cops to survive down there for five months, but they've used up all their ammo, shooting large rats in the process to pass the time. Because when they eventually emerge, they're largely unscathed and supplies in very. Their- role nourished, but unfortunately unarmed. That doesn't stop Gotham's finest charging fist first into Bane's army though. Batman seems to smoothly breeze into Gotham, despite the fact that no one has been able to penetrate the island for the whole time Bane has taken control, but it's cool, because once Batman has tracked down Bane, he finally decides to bop in the mouth and defeat him once and for all. I mean, did no one think of this? The dude has this weird contraption on his face, did everyone just assume it was there to make him look badass and make his voice sound scarier or something? So, uh finally, Bruce performs one last act of heroism and attaches the bomb to his jet, which is confusingly just called the Bat for some reason, and plans to fly it out of the city. But wait! As Lucius Fox mentions frequently throughout the film, the autopilot is frustratingly broken. Damn, I wish someone thought to take a look at that. Oh wait, what's that? Batman secretly fixed the autopilot? Phew! Now if only there was a way to get out of the plane with just five seconds remaining on the bomb. Turns out five seconds is plenty of time to activate the autopilot and get the hell out of there because Batman's alive and well and he runs off to Florence to hang out with Catwoman some more despite the fact that she betrayed him and practically got him killed. Yay!
1: <laughs> Four minutes! Yeah, yeah. I, uh, oh.
0: I failed the two-minute time limit, but judging by your logic, eight times is better as the I don't think so. You... I
1: think that disqualifies you, actually, so I don't even need to do one.
0: Well, because I covered uh, This is an extremely relaxing well. segment.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So be sure to text in and let us know what you think of that one and in two weeks' time you can compare it to mine. I feel as if you were ambitious choosing a three hour movie to review in two minutes. There's just
0: like so many weird things going on in that movie, like leaps of logic, that are like, Yeah, you just gotta go with it. previously on Sin City.
1: Hey, Jimmy. It's hey Indy. Let's get New Identity Skip Town and leave this life forever.
0: Okay, I'm Jake Manley, PI. I'll
1: be coming Sinclair.
0: Can't wait to get this private investigator thing going.
1: Yeah, we finally got our first case.
0: And now, the thrilling continuation of Sin City. It certainly wasn't the most glamorous job, but someone had to do it. Not real high-paying either, but we had to take what we could get. With any luck, at least there'd be a pretty dame involved in the case for a change. When the streets are dark and bare... Not a sign of comfort anywhere. In the alley, on the stair. You call, and I will be there.
1: Sorry, is your monologue devolving into beat
0: poetry now? Huh? Oh, I uh, didn't realise you could hear that. I got a little sidetracked there.
1: Did that just come to you? Because that's not terrible, you know.
0: Oh, I can't take credit for that genius. That was the TV uh, theme song for Cop Rock.
1: That stupid 90s TV show about seeing policemen? Sometimes I start to think you're kind of a cool guy, and then you go and say stuff like that.
0: (laughs) You're just jealous because I'm already a PI, which is so much closer to musical cop than a PI's sidekick.
1: Need I remind you that you're only a PI because you were randomly assigned the job?
0: Was it random, Carmen? Was it?
1: Yes, yes it was. So is that your plan then? Work your way up to musical cop?
0: Well, it is the natural progression. If you were a full PI like me, you would know, but the hierarchy goes hardy boy, private investigator's sidekick, slash magician's assistant, regular investigator, private investigator, policeman, sheriff, singing policeman, Kurt Russell, superhero. What would happen if Kurt Russell got musical superpowers? It would probably tear a hole in the fabric of the universe, but if we were to survive something like that, I'm pretty sure there would be no war by the end of the week.
1: Good to hear your thoughts through such pressing issues. Before we get to that, though, we've got a case
0: to solve. Yeah, what did that woman say on the phone again?
1: It was pretty hard to make out through all her drunken babbling, but I'm pretty sure she mumbled something about someone stealing her cat.
0: She didn't tell me she was drunk. Are you sure this is even a real case?
1: What's the worst that could happen? We go there, find she's a drunken mess, she yells at us, kicks us out, and we've only wasted 20 minutes. But on the flip side, maybe she smashed enough to mistakenly call us about her missing cat when it's just wandered down the street to get away from her for a second... Fluffy will find its way home in time for dinner, we hang out the front until it arrives, take credit for the job and charge your drunk ass a couple of hundred bucks for the privilege.
0: Carmen, your laziness, keen business sense and lack of morals are a perfect combination. I hear that a lot. We arrived at the house and amazingly, Carmen's prediction wasn't far off. In a drunken frenzy, the crazy old lady you call us had stashed her cat in the dryer, mistaking it for a fuzzy teddy bear she stored with some of her less than licit substances in. We charged her an overpriced hourly rate for the return of her feline, and then we were on our way home. Because you know what they say when all this left is a photograph. Someone's golden moment in the sun, doing what had to be done, living under the gun.
1: Cobrock again?
0: Sorry, I'm easily distracted today.
1: Well, I hope all of our clients are rich, drunk messes like her.
0: Me too, Carmen. Me too. <laughs> It's not over. <laughs> Celebrity Heads, if anyone was like, what? Celebrity Heads, is over? Don't panic. You have not missed Celebrity Heads. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you going to play the intro now as well? Yep. So. <laughs> this segment's going to go longer than usual. <laughs> Celebrity Heads. Heads, 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 heads. Yeah.
2: Can't stop now.
1: Be the last chance I get. I just want to be, to be famous.
0: Famous. You'll never guess. Any of us. Uh, this show was going so well, people were texting in about, they were form- informed and felt important by our language warnings. And now, celebrity heads mishap already before no the segment even started. I was
1: making them feel even more important. I was like, oh, we're calling an end to celebrity heads. No, we're not, because we know how much you like it. <laughs>
0: So uh, feel free to... It's our
1: version of the gotcha calls. Oh, sure. <laughs> it was a gotcha to the entirety of our
0: listenership. I don't know. If people um, started celebrating, they're like, well, yeah, Celebrity Heads is over. <laughs> then you might have just crushed their spirits even more.
1: Yes, yeah, so you have to sit through Celebrity Heads. Okay.
0: So uh, basically, quick recap: everyone uh, knows celebrity heads, a game you guess celebrities. Me and Vicky have been playing it for the past five weeks. Mm-hmm. We've divulged a little bit of information about the celebrities that we have chosen. Last week, I discovered that I am a fictional character, and potentially the character is under thirty, but the character has been around for over thirty years. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're a girl. Yes. So uh, I guess I'll guess first. Mm-hmm. Am I on a cartoon? No. And the continuation of Wrong Answers on Celebrity Heads is once again proudly upheld.
1: We basically win Celebrity Heads when the segment goes for longer than the intro and outro. Difficult this week. Yeah, we added another 20
0: seconds to, uh, to our segment.
1: So I already know about my celebrity that they're a male. Do I know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A male who wears headphones in their job, owns a radio station but don't get hung up on that, and it's not the boss in Fraser. It is not. <laughs> Do I wear some sort of fake hair?
0: <laughs> no? <Okay. laughs> who, are, who are you thinking? Just Possibly of, Trump. Oh, okay. I don't know. Where. <laughs> what, what, what headphones does he wear in his regular job?
1: No, fake hair. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Very small ones that you can't <laughs> sure, see underneath sure. his Yeah,
0: in um, episodes of The Apprentice, he's just got one of those little uh, FBI-style headsets in the uh, earphone. For real. For real, real. For real, real. Not for play, play.
1: Not for play, play.
0: Thanks for repeating everything. (laughs) This is Ben and uh, Ditto hosting today.
1: (laughs) The Mimic Show. Uh, Ben, do you know what you need?
0: Some more of that celebrity head's outro. cannot get enough of it. No, do not lean (laughs) over.
1: I'll do this over the outro. Ben, marry me. Wow.
0: <laughs> um, this is a more abrupt than usual. I know, em- we're
1: seriously running out of time, so please.
0: I would say no. I don't want to marry you. I will
1: You Marry me. Celebrity. Celebrity <laughs> over. You, can guess you didn't hear it enough today. I was going to say I'll follow you until you marry me.
0: Oh, the uh, proposal, much like that segment, is over for real. I'm not going to agree to marry
1: you. Oh. Ooh, the proposal's not over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've shut it down. What more? You can't continue. It's like if you break up with someone you're like I'm breaking up with you. They can't go no.
1: I had a friend that happened to her. She broke up with her boyfriend and he's like takes two people to break up and I don't agree.
0: Well, Maybe if like he had just dodged the breakup for long enough. That no. He,
1: she said I'd like to break up and he's like well it takes two people to break up and I don't agree.
0: It doesn't take two people to break up. Agree. Let's talk about this next week. <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah so when she went out with her next boyfriend after having done that he was like you're cheating on me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's that she still just continued to uh, ignore him.
1: And this is in no way the love song that I planned, but I do really love this song, so I'm going to put it on anyway as the banana phone of today's episode. Props to my friend Leah, who played this to me for the first time at a swanky party in Temple Templestowe and um, embarrassed me because I had to laugh so hard at it.
0: Sure. Well, uh, feel free to uh, check out all our back episodes at com,
1: And you can also email us through some of the links on that website or uh,
0: get on
2: our Facebook page.
0: Exactly. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll be here at 11 a.m. next Saturday morning. Peace out.
2: Well, obviously we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows, He's night to your people up Trying to rape them so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your, kids, hide your wife and hide your husband, cause they rapin' everybody out here You don't have a cup, make the best, we looking for you We gon' find you, we gon' find you So you can run and tell that, run and tell that, run and tell that Oh boy, oh, oh, oh boy We got your t-shirts and the left fingerprints and all you are so dumb you are really gone for real. The man got away leaving behind evidence I was attacked by some idiot in the blind So dumb, so dumb, so dumb, so He's climbing your windows He's snatching your people up Trying to break them so you need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife They had your, kids, your, hey, your husband, cause they're the name on on you you don't have to come and confess, we're looking for you, we gon' find you, we gon' find you So you can run and, tell run and tell that, run and tell that, run and tell that Oh boy,
1: oh, oh, oh boy Insane Ramblings